welcome to Catalyst Podcast, your new favorite spiritual podcast that really centers decolonizing and understanding our socializations while building authentic, inclusive community. Basically, it's a catalyst within your spiritual journey. So let's dive right in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Catalyst Podcast. I'm your host, Nike, and today's episode is going to be a shorter episode, but it's really going to tap into some affirmations, some processing, and some reflection. So if you have time or you've been wanting to make time and space for really reflecting and doing some um, work, self-work, this episode is for you. Um I've been really thinking with my upcoming retreat that's um, coming up in June, Catalyst Retreat, which is really an immersion in learning how to be more intersectional and practice cultivating more inclusive and safer communities about the topic of guilt and shame, because I think guilt and shame is embedded in so much that we of what we do and what we have been socialized to kind of grasp at when it comes to change or to um, self-actualization, right? Like a lot of times we are paralyzed with guilt and shame when trying to address new things or trying to acquire new knowledge. Specifically, I'm talking about like doing this type of work, right? Like, and trying to be striving to be anti-racist, anti-oppressive, understand more of the systemic issues at hand. Oftentimes people are melt with guilt, right? They're like, oh my goodness, I'm acknowledging now I have privilege. Oh, I feel so guilty and shameful for not knowing this before. Or um, now knowing it, I don't know what to do about it. And that makes me feel guilt and shame. To like guilt and shame even within ourselves of like, I am now realizing that I have a lot of internalized oppression. And so when that person said this one thing, I didn't stand up for myself and I feel guilt and shame about that. Or I saw this microaggression happen to one of my friends or someone in my space and I didn't say anything about it. Um, I feel like guilt and shame can only help us so much. I think that they are healthy emotions. I think any and every emotion that we experience as humans is valid. Um, However, I think that the way that it has been instilled within us and that the way that's been used to manipulate us to not doing anything, to feeling overwhelmed, to being in a cycle of depletion um, is not beneficial to our emotional body and then for the collective healing. So we're going to tackle guilt and shame, taking up space and being afraid to say the wrong things because that's exactly what I'm going to do at my retreat. So if you're interested in the retreat and learning more information, the application um, and the link is down below. But that's one of the things we're going to tackle, taking up space, stop being afraid to say the wrong thing, intuitively um, developing your intuition when it comes to understanding microaggressions, when it comes to creating safer spaces and understanding our guilt and shame and not allowing it to be used to manipulate us. Let's begin. I want you to find a space where you can be present 
and in the sense of you can in tune with yourself and you can hear it and listen to the words I'm saying, but it doesn't mean you have to always heavily be conscious of what I'm saying. Just tune into a space where you can be present and you can even hear me in the background. But so this is great if you're even if you're driving, if you're on a walk, if you're at the gym, if you're grocery shopping and you just are listening to something, tune in to yourself. Say to yourself, this is an intentional space to navigate these feelings and this experience. You don't have to be completely, you don't have to have your utter attention to my voice or what I'm saying. Just be present for yourself at this moment in time. That's the kind of space I want you to curate. You don't have to be sitting down. You don't have to have your eyes closed. Meet yourself where you're at and meet yourself at what you need, but give yourself presence. If you're in a space where you would like to close your eyes and just chillax, get into that space. Remember, we're centering presence. And I like to start out with a couple deep breaths. These are affirmations, by the way. And just written reflection and understanding, I'm going to pour into you. And so if you give me your consent for me to pour into you, I gladly will. And I'm going to allow you to connect with me because this energy of community where we can pour into one another and then we can reflect and be reflections for each other and we can be guided lights and stars for each other within this journey is something that's so sacred and something that my ancestors are so, so proud of me for trying to pursue. So if you would allow me to pour into you with my thoughts, my reflections, and my affirmations, please continue on with this audio. Understand that you are allowed to take up space. Understand that you're never too much. You're never too loud. You're never too big. You're never asking for too much when you are asking for your needs to be met. Whether it's in that moment it's something from the past, or it's something you're seeking in the future. If a part of your being is asking for recognition, for support, for empathy, for compassion, you are never asking for too much. You are meeting yourself exactly where you need to meet yourself. And don't allow anyone to dissuade you from that. You are not too much. Take up the space that you want because your essence and being is ever floating. It cannot be contained and it is allowed. It is allowed. You are allowed to show up as you are. You are worthy of showing up as you are. 
It is actually your human right is your birthright. Any space a community does not honor you showing up as you are does not deserve you. The fear that folks have in maintaining and agreeing to the community culture that doesn't necessarily embrace them and their identities, their lived experience, their wisdom, their thoughts and opinions, those spaces that create a strict community culture that is not allowing and supportive is not a community that you want to be in. So anyone who has ever disregarded your lived experience and has not embraced you showing up as you are, it's sadly mistaken of what community authentically is. And you deserve true community. You do. You deserve support. You are not asking for too much when you ask for support. Support is a human, a human understanding. It's a human essence. You're allowed to ask for help. You're also allowed to refuse help. You're allowed to have autonomy over your decisions and how you want to live your life. You're the only one who has to live with your immediate choices and your thoughts and your body and your soul. Honoring the parts of yourself that are shy to come out and need a little bit more nurturing and nourishment is one of the best things you can do. But also honoring the parts of yourself that are waiting and screaming and shouting to be seen and witnessed can be such a revelation to this human experience. Anyone who has told you to dim yourself to contain yourself anyone who has shamed you into containing yourself and your joy and your happiness and your sadness and your anger anyone who has done that let their words fall away from you they do not belong to you it's a reflection of their own fear of standing in their own being. And that is a fear that you are starting to unlearn. You are starting to unlearn it and dismantle it within yourself. You deserve radical self-love. You deserve radical self-assurance. You deserve to not have to play within these structures. But recognize that as a human in this day and age, there are certain things that you have to do to survive and even lean into thriving. Your participation should not be a shame. You were brought up and socialized within this container, but the power that you have is acknowledging it understanding how it shows up in your life and the life of others and actively dismantling it while taking care of yourself, while giving yourself what you need, while participating as a means to keep going, but nonetheless dismantling. 
we're all intersected. We're all connected. And the way that we all participate in communities, in social settings, in groups. And you have the power and you are allowed the desire to create a space that is not only accommodating for you, but is intersecting for the folks that you have empathy and compassion for because they are human like you and because you own the empathy and compassion for yourself. You need to give yourself more compassion. The more compassion and empathy that you utilize for yourself, the more that you can give for others, the more that you recognize your beauty, your strength, your essence, the more you can recognize that in others. It's hard sometimes. For some of us, our brain works differently. For some of us, we get overwhelmed easily, overstimulated easily. Our thoughts can go back and forth. We can hyperfixate on something. We can completely forget about something. And that's okay. Brains are meant to work differently. Brains are meant to be creative in the way of thinking. Allow yourself to embrace this creativity. Because creativity births newness. It births alignment. It births happiness. Creativity is something that all humans participate in. Creating every single day, every single hour, every single minute, whether it's a new cell within our body or a new thought within our minds or a greater understanding within our soul. You are actively creating every single day. And every single day, you are birthing your creations, whether it's instant or it takes a long time to nurture. You are putting into energy to something that you'll see soon and you'll say, wow, I'm amazed that I was able to create that. But you are, you are. Being, being human is so magical. It's more magical than we give ourselves credit. Imagine you came here on earth in this beautiful body that carries you, that supports you, that house your soul, that house your mind, that house your ancestors' connection, and you navigate it every single day. That is magical. You are magical. And being magical means you have this intuitive essence within you that lets you know where to go and when to go and what to say. Saying the wrong thing isn't something that we are inherently connecting to. It's something that was taught to us. Don't say that. 
don't say that. We don't talk about those things. I don't want to hear it. These are things that have invoked a fear within us that have made us question the thoughts that pop into our head and that have alienated us from having nuanced conversations. And though our intention is important, our impact is also so very important. But understanding that the art of conversation, the art of misspeaking is not the end and doesn't always result in conflict is one of the most powerful things we can do because if we are able to navigate and have these conversations, we are able to create sparks within ourselves and within each other because we're building upon one another's wisdom and understandings and lived experiences and empathy. And empathy is so important in doing the work of dismantling systems that are meant to harm us, that do not benefit any of us, that force us to participate and give something up. We would no longer want to give up the parts of ourselves that are inherently beautiful That is one of our birthrights that we deserve to reconnect to. <sighs> Y'all, I love my neurodivergent brain because I just said all of that, did not write one thing down, just let it flow out of me. And I really appreciate my neurodivergent brain for going with the, rolling with the punches, just down for anything, period, par. <laughs> I love y'all so much. If you're interested in the retreat, please check out the application. It's in the show notes. Um, I don't think I have any other announcements, but yeah, love you, bye. <laughs>